Let me tell you something about The View. I have a copy of the Constitution on my nightstand. Good. So please don't talk to me about the Constitution. But I said, don't scream at me. I'm two feet away. If you're going to have a hissy fit, we can't continue. Excuse me. We need that quote right in now. context, actually. Really? No. Wait, just one, Let one Joy fact. Finish. Let Joy finish. finish, finish, finish. Not well, you heard. Clause line. Maybe I they think, agree. Let me speak. Don't do this to me. Don't mansplain. I can tell you because I talked to my dad who lives in Moscow. The act happened because of my father. Girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? No What's problem. happening? Thank no. you. And it's probably going to happen again. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about The View with me. Is the world class? Yes. I'll call it Deja The View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. It's December 29th, and we're just right at the the end of 2019 and the end of the decade. We're in the caboose of the decade. <laughs> Coming up the rear, <laughs> right here and right now. And we thought we would do one special episode. Mm-hmm. We love doing, at this point, we do more special episodes than <laughs> non-special episodes. Yeah. We wanted to recap the top 10 views of 2019. Yes, we brought it to you last year, the top views of 2018. <laughs> We're bringing it back to you again. Should we explain how it works? So we... We're going to start at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start at number 10. <laughs> and then, like most countdowns, we're going to go backwards to... The top one <laughs> view feud yeah. of the year. Yeah. So it's going to go 10, then 9, <laughs> then 8, 7, 6, 5, then 4, 2, and 1. You skipped 3. We're going to do 4, <laughs> three, really 3, 2, and then 1. Yeah. yeah so. So close. Next year, we'll get it better. Yeah. But first, should we casually banter about what we've been up to I lately. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, it well, was, we did it. Well, we got it. It being tickets to go see Bombshell. We saw it. We saw yeah. it. And by it, I mean Bombshell. Yeah. We got our um, complimentary passes. Well, actually, I got my complimentary pass. And by that, I mean I had enough scene points to get a free ticket <laughs> because no one actually offered to send us to the premiere. Yeah. No one um, asked me to write a review or anything <laughs> also, but thank I God. I get it. You know, people are like busy. They're caught up in like the, the end of year, the like holidays. Christmas. Yeah. You know, they're just like so busy. They're not thinking straight. Um, I saw it twice. Actually, I saw it once with Sean and Rob and then 
I saw it the other day with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What's your review? It exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways. I really liked it. I really liked the cast and I really liked how every queer person and gay woman I've ever seen in a TV show, movie, commercial was also in Bombshell. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) This is going to be really spoilery if I start talking about it. So just be warned. I'm going to spoil everything. I mean, to be fair, it's difficult to be like spoilery when it's based on fact. I guess what we're spoiling is like the big cameos and people who you'll be like, oh my God, wait, they're like that person is depicted in the movie. And the fact that Kate McKinnon plays a lesbian who works yeah. at Fox and has sex with Marco Roby. And keeps the lights on. And while, <laughs> yeah, the lights were on. It's weird. There's parts um, like that part. There's some parts I think I said to you that it feels very like written by a guy, but yeah. I don't know if you agreed, but I thought some I didn't get that like so heavily, but I think that I was I, that probably has to do with the fact that you've seen it twice and I only saw it once and I spent most of the time just being like uh delighted by like who was on screen. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's like a it's like a good movie for me. And for like what I, because I keep up with the women who kept the lights on, but objectively it's not like a great movie for other people. But for me, it was, I was like living for just spotting all the different characters, Mm -hmm. like Janine Pirro star So this is like a spoiler is that like Janine Pirro, who you'll remember had a huge viewed with Whoopi on the view is a really big part in the movie surprisingly she just like keeps coming out of nowhere (laughs) yeah she like just plays such a villain in the movie and the actress that is playing her is doing such an amazing job and looks like her sounds like her Uh like on the same on par with uh, Charlize's impression of Megan so that's that was a highlight and also Kimberly Gail file <laughs> who was Trump yeah. Jr.'s girlfriend that was just on The View she has like a really funny part in it too she also plays like a bad person yeah there's like so many shots of her there's a shot of her like marching through the office handing out Team Roger t-shirts <laughs> and being like put it on put it on to people <laughs> like, and the actress who plays Kimberly like I it was so convincing. I truly believed for a second that it was Kimberly. Yeah, there's lots of little things to to look out for as a if you're like a fan of the View and you've yeah. lis- listened closely to Megan and Abby talking about it. Like there's, um, there's like a funny joke about Janice Dean, who was like the weather person. Oh yeah, and Abby and Megan both tweet at her all the time, and they love her, and oh it's really God. funny because there's like a joke where that Megan Kelly is like, well, people confide in her because no one thinks anyone from weather is going to steal your job. Yeah. And it's funny because like Abby and Megan do confide in yes. her. Um, the Abby Huntsman cameo in the movie <laughs> is interesting. Played by Ashley Green of yeah. Twilight fame. Abby's part is so small in the movie that you could blink and miss it. Uh-huh. I think I understand Abby's perspective a little better um, and like why she doesn't really love the movie because yeah. um, like she said on The View, 
if you went into it thinking that the women of Fox are all bimbos and yada yada, then you'll be really satisfied. And I think I get why she would say that now, because in the movie, the way that they use Abby is like more of an object. Like they're making a statement about how Roger Ailes uh, was like sex sells and I want to see people's legs yeah um, and so when they were doing like a bit about that that's when it like shows Abby Huntsman sitting at the table with her legs and I think that like if you're Abby the way that you come across in the movie is as one of the people who was like too afraid to say anything didn't want to go against Roger didn't want to go against Fox almost was like betraying the other women by not saying anything or not supporting them so i think if you're it's like there are four people who they name who are kind of depicted that way it's like if you're abby or kimberly you kind of come across as as that part of that group of people if you're megan or like the other like that team of women then you come across looking pretty good in the movie you know so it's like i think that well, Megan's Abby. not in the movie at all. No, Megan Kelly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yeah, as a side note, Megan McCain's not in the movie at all. But it's like, if you're the team that Abby's on, then yes, you'd be like, well, they made their point. They made us all look like idiots. But like, in fact, there's a small group of them who are depicted as that way in the movie well, as not saying anything. Yeah, but like what I meant is that like Abby probably felt objectified because she yeah. was just being used as to make a state. The The movie was trying to make a statement about objectifying women and Abby was the act, the character that they used to make that statement. Yeah. Um, and then the other part that Abby is in is just it shows her like quickly on the phone talking to like a reporter being like, I don't know, nothing ever happened to me. Like, no, I've never been told that I have to wear dresses. I could I've no one's ever told me that I can't wear pants, which like isn't true. And like I yeah. there is like an article that I've read like an interview with Abby during this time. And like, that is kind of what she says. Well, that's what's funny. What I thought was funny about that part in the movie is she's on the phone and she's like, no one ever tells me what to wear. No one says I can't wear pants. Oh no. I, I know you didn't ask me that. Sorry. I just got confused. But if you ask Jedediah Bila on the view, (laughs) Jedediah says, yeah, we were told you can't wear pants. Um, and the other thing I just want to say is that like Megan Kelly's or Charlize Theron's impersonation of Megan Kelly is pretty spot on. Yeah. There's almost times where she like overdoes it. Yeah. Like she's putting on a voice that Megan Kelly doesn't fully have, but <laughs> it was, was a choice that I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, Nicole Kidman was giving like 2% <laughs> to her Gretchen Carlson. She gave I, it like... She gave it nothing but, like, thank you for being in this movie, Nicole, and giving us your time. Yeah, and, like, Nicole has a lot less to do than, say, Charlize and um, Margot. But I will say that I understand why Charlize and Margot got, uh, like, SAG and Globe nominations, and Nicole didn't. I was just thinking that, like... Nicole had so few scenes with Charlize like they didn't really have any scenes they had a couple moments where they like looked at each other maybe she had no idea that everyone else in the movie was doing like a full-on impersonation she was like I didn't know Charlize was gonna like (laughs) 
try to actually be Megyn Kelly. I thought we were like taking liberties with it. She thought it was game change. Like she thought it was a TV movie. Meanwhile, everyone else was like delivering for the Academy. I didn't know I was supposed to actually sound like Gretchen Carlson. (laughs) But like, I don't know. It's enjoyable. I Obviously, I I watched it twice because I enjoyed it. It's really fun. There is a lot happening in terms of like the number of players. Um, but it is, there were, it were a lot of surprises. I was really surprised that Liv Hewson, who is a queer actor, plays like a really big part, like Megan Kelly's kind of like assistant or like, um, one of her like direct producers. And, um, also I saw that actor, uh, at a gay bar in Toronto a few times. So <laughs> that was a nice surprise. Um, there's also there's an actress from the L word named uh, Anne Ramsey who plays one of the villain ladies who gets really mad that the other women aren't backing up Roger, and it was just like a complete like completely oh, yeah. different character than I ever would have expected also, this woman to play. So that was very interesting. Maybe you're getting to this next. Also, Holland Taylor. Yes! <laughs> Who I had no idea was yes! in the movie. Who's also kind of a villain. She's playing Roger's, like, I don't know what she would like, be, but like receptionist yeah. or secretary or something. It's And in Game Change, <laughs> her girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. Sarah Paulson, plays Nicole Wallace. So Everything kind of comes back to Holland <laughs> Taylor yeah (laughs) i would definitely recommend it to if you if you love the view you'll get a kick out of it and you'll get a kick out of some of the cameos yeah but if you are abby huntsman you probably won't won't like the movie (laughs) (laughs) and like i i get it i get it why at least she watched it. Megan said she's not even going to watch it. Well, yeah. And we were talking about this right after we saw the movie. I said that I think that the movie did do a good job, at least for me. It like gave me a better sense than I had before of the women who kept the lights on at Fox while it was all happening. Yeah. I don't think it makes Abby look like a bad person. It just makes her look like... Uh, she was very confused. Yes. <laughs> and she just literally kind of, says, I'm confused. Yeah. She literally says, I think I was confused. And she kind of is just like going along with everything. In the two seconds that she's in the, in the two movie. Seconds. That's what that's all that we unpacked yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, pe- people are gonna see the movie and be like, I didn't even real I didn't even see it. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Because we've projected so much onto it. (laughs) Well, should we reflect on the year now that we've reflected on Bombshell? Yeah. I was going through trying to get the top 10 biggest spats, tiffs, arguments, controversial... Rashes. Conversations, (laughs) discussion and dissemination uh, on The View. It was actually pretty hard to narrow it down Mm -hmm. to... 10 there's definitely more i would like to give honorable mention to any time abby accused sunny of getting in a cheap <laughs> applause line or a cheap attack line because abby and sunny have kind of a funny vibe that i'm not including in this top 10 list but i wanted to give honorable mention to their relationship also honorable mention to the time that joy told megan to stop having a hissy fit it didn't make the list <laughs> 
but I felt it was important to mention. I just listened to our episode that we did of the top 10 from last year. It's all about Joy versus Megan. This year is actually like, it's not really Joy versus Megan. I feel like this year you can tell that they figured out how to vibe with each other and how to argue, but it not be too serious. Yeah. Um, They can scream at each other, but also like will laugh. Um, And sometimes Megan kind of comes at Joy, but Joy just laughs it off. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like Joy really didn't get that messy this year. It doesn't seem like Joy let anything bother her this year the way that things have in the past maybe it has something to do with the sunglasses and and just like how maybe like i'm joking but also maybe it did kind of help her like chill out and like it's hard to get only because it's hard to like get heated about things when you're wearing sunglasses inside only because there are moments where joy will make a face and then megan will call her out for making the face Uh and maybe she can't see joy's face anymore (laughs) okay Starting with number 10. The ranking of these is so arbitrary. I spent like five minutes ranking them. (laughs) So please don't leave a voice memo telling us that we got the rankings wrong. (laughs) So this is called, uh, yep, part of your job is to listen to me. (laughs) And what happens in what you are about to hear is... They're talking about Kristen near Kirsten Nielsen. Kirsten Nielsen, who was the former security head of chief chief of security, chief of something security like that at the border, and then she <laughs> was leaving, and they wanted to replace yeah. her with Stephen Miller. And Sunny describes her as the face of child separation. Yeah, separating parents from their children at the border. Yeah, that's her legacy, I guess. And that the conversation about her leaving and who's replacing her kind of just turned into a conversation about the importance or I mean, the importance to border states about this issue versus yeah the rest of voters. Megan starts talking about how like whether you like it or not for border states, this is immigration is like a huge issue for them it's something they care a lot about um and joy says well this person who's coming in uh his philosophy is that we should be giving more to countries that Mm -hmm. are in need so that they won't need to come here Mm -hmm. and megan says give a house to the nicaraguans yeah which is really funny (laughs) (laughs) um and and then Joy's talking about that and uh Megan interrupts her at one point and Joy says, like, can I can, can I, finish? I finish? I listen to you, so let me talk. Yeah, which prompts Megan to um take her ponytail <laughs> or her hair and remove it from her shoulder <laughs> and say, Yep, part of your job is to listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what a moment that was. What a day that was. I would say the significance of this is that it really prompted the media to start paying more attention to the view for some reason. Like I think just the look that joy gave Megan when she said that joy didn't even say anything. She just looked at her like, I'm going to kill you. It was also because like when Megan was doing it, she had that like bad bitch attitude. It's like she (laughs) knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. Because sometimes they kind of like, um, 
sometimes they'll say meaner things to, to each other or dismissive things to each other but it's done without that kind of like attitude yeah but it was, was that f- Nicki minaj meme that's like because i beat baddie beat yes exactly <laughs> um yeah and like this so many people started paying attention to the view because of this um and it became uh well sean did a tweet that added like edited in dramatic music uh-huh. to this which then became the premise for an snl oh, sketch yeah totally coincidence yeah. <laughs> and people started realizing that there's like something to yeah th- there's something there going on at the view again and it's not just like us. it's not it's not just us talking about it but it's also not like women just like yelling over each other like i think for a long time yeah, people's perception was like everyone's just like yelling over each other and it's like messy but no this was like a very perfectly executed read this is a hard line issue for people who live in border states many friends of mine this is the number one and only issue and if we sit here and act like there isn't a crisis that it's just it's crazy people living in border states that think that there's a crisis at but like, a like, I just said, like i just forward. said this guy who's coming in wants to help those countries that's mm-hmm. the way to solve the problem keep them there happy or whatever solvent give them a house give them food help them help their mm-hmm. children give a stop Nicaraguan the, cr- a, stop a the house. crime rates well we've had a I'm bunch of Liberal about guests helping. who do not Hold want to on. send in aid I at all. I listen to you. Let me just finish. <laughs> yeah, part of your job is to listen to me. Okay, so here's the <laughs> deal. Here's what's, here's what's not going to happen today. We're not going to do this. Everybody gets a conversation piece. Everybody gets to say their piece. And we don't need to comment if we don't like what we're hearing. Just let folks talk. Yeah. So finish what you're saying. I forgot what it was now. All right. Number nine. Nine, starring uh, Canadian icon and treasure Pamela Anderson versus the world. <laughs> also uh, subtitled, uh, he's a cyber terrorist. Yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> it's interesting because this was a view exclusive where out of nowhere, Pamela Anderson <laughs> came on the show um, to talk about julian assange yeah like she talked about they played around with her to talk about her personal life at the beginning but then it it the true reason she was there is to like speak on behalf of julian assange i guess um which is like a very controversial topic Uh for a lot of people so i guess it it kind of begins with megan it begins with a shit storm (laughs) Because Megan brings up Julian Assange yeah. defecating at the witch embassy. I think it wasn't in Ecuador. And uh, Pamela he... describes that as a smear campaign. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. There's a lot of back and forth between Pamela and the other hosts. The other hosts seem to be more willing to like listen to what she has to say or they want her to explain her support of Julian. They want her to explain what his beliefs are with regards to Trump and Hillary and interfering with elections and that type of thing. Megan takes a very strong opinion. Her opinion is that he is a cyber terrorist and uh, is a devil. 
But I almost think that Megan didn't realize how strong of an opinion Pamela was going to take. Yeah. And that Pamela was going to... Pamela. Pamela. <laughs> that Pamela was going to be like just as... Hold, hold just as firm in her beliefs yeah. as Megan. Like she didn't... She, Pamela didn't even have too much... And she would like say her piece. But then when Megan would clap back at her, Pamela would just like roll her eyes or whatever because she was like well I said what I said yes it's very contentious and the whole time the whole interview no matter who's talking Megan is always off to the side going like disgusting (laughs) (laughs) I think (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because this interview stayed with her for so long she brought it up everywhere she went (laughs) she's she brought it up for days and days after yeah. like she couldn't shake this off she was so upset that we were to even refer to julian assange as a whistleblower as uh-huh. opposed to a cyber terrorist it upset her so much and that's why she was like i'll say it <laughs> cause a lot of trouble this and this is the interview where she goes okay sir calm down oh yeah Someone in the audience like claps. Yeah, for Pamela. because Pamela is like, how many um, deaths is the U.S. military responsible for, and how many that de- deaths is Wik- uh, WikiLeaks responsible for? And the audience starts clapping, and one man kind of does like a hoot and holler. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Megan's not here for she it. She tells him to calm down. My favorite part of this interview and this whole episode was the two times that Abby had to be like okay and we'll be right back after commercial with more with Pamela oh yeah I totally <laughs> forgot when they had to pivot and they're like we're gonna be fun when we come and back and it reminds me of when Sarah had to throw to Janine's book <laughs> while Janine and Whoopi were still audibly fighting yeah. good times <laughs> You were visiting him. He was allegedly kicked out of the Ecuadorian embassy because he was defecating everywhere and creating messes. No, well, that's a smear campaign. They couldn't, that's not true. There was video of, of things that happened. I, I mean, I don't. What would you do if you were locked in a room for just for really quick. six years? Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a cyber terrorist, which he is. He's he not hacked a cyber information. He did leaks hack. included classified documents that put our national security at risk, our military, you know who and the lives of spies and diplomats is the, is the at military. risk. Who, how many people have the, military, the American so, government killed innocently, and how many has WikiLeaks? So you think the military is putting the government at risk? The military has put many innocent lives at risk. Oh, calm down, sir. So what would you say to the spies who are putting themselves at risk for our national security with your relationship with him? Well, I don't think he, there's nothing proven that he's actually put anybody at risk. Um, they've, they've gone through this over and over again. And I just, I think that people like Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning are heroes. And, and uh, Julian Assange is a publisher. Putin also he's, thinks that. A lot of people being in France, being in Canada, mm-hmm. aren't too happy with America and how they meddle into everybody's business and start all these senseless wars. But so, he's meddling in everybody's business too. Well, he's exposing, but he's not saying his I, opinion. I, he's but, giving the information. I get that, but he's, you would be he's, he's a, a publisher. Whistle, I get but, that you consider him a whistleblower. Well, he, he's but a publisher. He's also dangerous. Yeah. But he's a publisher and he's a whistle. He publisher and he uh, supports he's whistleblowers. He's certainly stirred up a lot in yes. this country. Yes. Well, that's um, he's a cyber terrorist. I, I mean, well, I'll say I think, it. Uh, the Republican I'll Party. Say it. It's ridiculous. No. I'm not going right. to stand by this. It's ridiculous. We're going to have a little bit of fun next segment. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's fine. Pamela um, no, yeah. Anderson is sticking around. Uh, we'll be right Stirred back. Stirred a lot after of this. trouble. Yeah. Okay, number eight, we will call You Disagree That I'm Smart. 
my name for it is a gay lesbian <laughs> so they're talking about pete Buttigieg. it's before he's announced that he's running for president or mm-hmm. for the democratic whatever and um <laughs> and anna starts making her jokes about uh-huh. how she just learned how to pronounce Buttigieg, Buttigieg. which actually doesn't go over well because sunny's like it's not hard yeah it was like supposed to be a joke but they were all like yeah me too it's pretty easy actually yeah it's not hard anna (laughs) (laughs) but nice try um and somehow it gets into because they're talking like they're like we think that people would vote for a gay nominee now it's like producer gave her some facts that were like according to this article i read or something she's like um the things that voters are enthusiastic about or most comfortable, comfortable with, with and in it a was president yeah and it was a black man or no just an african-american is what she says. oh okay a white man yeah a woman yeah and then a gay lesbian a gay lesbian because <laughs> that's how she said it um and then bottom of the list and this is why they start having a fight. She's like, bottom of the list is the, a socialist. Right. And socialist is something that they've gotten in many arguments mm-hmm. over before because Joy feels like conservatives twist the meaning of socialism uh, to make it mean something bad, more like communism. Yeah. Like what you see in Venezuela versus what you see in like... yeah. So Sweden or whatever. Finland. (laughs) Finland. Yeah. So Joy calls Megan on that and is like, I don't think people understand what socialism means when they say they're not comfortable Uh with it. And Megan says, well, people are smart. To which Joy replies, so am I. For some reason that Megan thinks Joy saying that Joy, that she is smart saying so am I is somehow a comment on Megan's own intelligence. Well, Megan goes... I'm smart too. And then, but then she also says like, people will get it. And then Joy goes, I disagree. (laughs) And then Megan like forgets that she said something else and thinks that Joy is saying, I disagree to the statement. So am I. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's what's happening. They're having a miscommunication. Megan's like, so am I, so am I. Like, I'm smart. I'm smart too. You don't agree that I'm smart. And, and this is also when Megan says, I miss Whoopi when she's not here. Right. She, yeah. Which <laughs> later will come and back Joy to bite just her. like, <laughs> has no reaction. Mm-hmm. She's like, shaking her all head. right. She's yeah. like, act a fool, girl. <laughs> act a fool. <laughs> Joy just says, all right, coming up next. And that's the clip. Yeah. They're top of the list, an African-American, second, a white man, uh, third, a woman, and fourth, gay lesbian. Mm. So it's not nearly as, as taboo as I think maybe old, old, old adages may have thought. Mm-hmm. What I also found fascinating at the very, very, very bottom, only 25% of Americans are comfortable with a socialist becoming president. How many? So 25%, that's it. And well, but like they, when they realize what that means, they'll get uh, them please, around. Uh, people are smart, okay? So, so I'm just I. saying, do you know what's helping Pete Boot it? So am I. So am I. But there's a difference okay, between disagree. socialist and democratic. You disagree socialist. that I'm smart? No, I disagree with the idea right. that socialism is a bad thing in the way they're describing well, it. 
Democratic socialism. The, yeah, the way they Democratic describe it socialism. makes it sound like we're all going to be in Venezuela. That's not what it is. That's it. I mean, well, voters we have no more time. It's, it's so it just this Some is so ridiculous. Some other day we'll discuss it. I but today, when she's not here, I mean, it's just I'm just trying to explain to you the other side and why he's a great candidate and why Democratic socialists could be leading you towards the path towards Trump getting reelected. But instead, I'm told that I don't understand what Democratic socialism is. I assure you, Joy, I do. Coming up, a whistleblower comes forward. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. I I have a copy of the Constitution on my nightstand, so don't talk to me about the Constitution. I also titled this one, Have You Heard? <laughs> um, so in this clip, they're talking about... Uh, Does America care about, yes, but they're talking about does America care about impeachment or not? They're saying the approval ratings for impeachment, like people don't care about it. The ratings are going down. Yeah, Um, there's a man named Will Hurd who's not running for re-election, who spoke at, was it like the House of Congress? See, this, said, is, this is where, <laughs> this you'll is where we find ju- out when you listen to the clip. <laughs> he's just saying, in his opinion, well, he yeah, he's think, like, I'm not convinced that the law. He doesn't think a, it's severe enough, right? He's like, like, I don't, I'm not convinced that the laws that need to be broken in order for impeachment to happen have been broken. Joy says, okay, well then he must be deaf because and blind because what about the Constitution? <laughs> In the Constitution, it says that uh, bribery is yeah. an impeachable offense. offense. So he has to be crazy because a crime clearly was committed. And then Megan's tr- like, don't talk to me about the Constitution. Because I'm a Republican, therefore I am an expert on the Constitution. Yeah. And in fact, I have it on my nightstand. Right. Which we can like- corroborate because... <laughs> This prompted Megan McCain to send us a photo <laughs> of her nightstand, which indeed has the Constitution on it, yeah. as well as a photo of Dolly Parton mm-hmm. and a paperweight that says Megan. Yeah. So it wasn't a lie. But Joy was like, you don't, you as Republicans don't own the Constitution. Joy can have a little Constitution as a treat. <laughs> So Sunny chimes in now and she's saying, uh, hello, a crime, (laughs) a crime was committed. And in the constitution, Uh it says we can impeach based off of this crime that was committed. And the audience applauds her because she says that Republicans like Will Hurd are being complicit. The audience applauds and Megan calls it a cheap applause line because Abby and Megan love to accuse Sonny of getting cheap applause lines. Yeah, she's like, it's real easy to get a cheap applause line around here. Yeah, and so Megan's annoyed that Sonny is getting praise, calls it a cheap applause line. Sonny continues to talk and Megan says, let me speak. And Sonny says, well, you've been speaking a lot. Yeah. It got spicy. That, w- that I know, was a spicy moment. <laughs> yeah. To the point that Megan starts begging for a commercial as Anna <laughs> Anna wants to talk. And Megan starts saying, well, we have to go to a commercial. <laughs> Whoopi's not there that day. so we just must be going to yeah, commercial. Yeah. Anna's talking and <laughs> it's getting chaotic. We must be going to commercial. And she looks out to the producers <laughs> like... 
hello, I'm calling for a commercial. <laughs> She's like, Joy is not in charge here. And then the music starts playing and Megan does the same thing she was doing in the Pamela interview where she just starts going, oh, yeah, ugh, ugh. Just dry heaving yeah. off to the side. As they go to commercial. Yep. Wait, can I just say one thing? What, what about the Constitution? Isn't that the bottom first of all, line? First I believe, of all, I got, hold, don't let me finish. I have a copy of the Constitution on my nightstand. Good. So please don't talk to me about the Constitution. I was shocked to, to hear uh, Bill, uh, Will Hurt say that. In, in, my, in my view, it says more about Will Hurt than it says about the evidence. He is complicit. Well, I don't know if it's about a political future. He's, I don't know what down. it is about, but you know, it is it's, about... It's that mentality, though, that's going to get mentality, Trump reelected, And it's about oh, okay. the fact okay. that he heard evidence okay. clear and simple. <clears throat> and for him to sit there and say that he that evidence has to be overwhelming and that he heard no overwhelming evidence, I want to know which hearings he was sitting so at. So for what I have to say <clears> is that's I what think... I well, it's easy to get a cheap applause line here. It just is. Cheap applause line, but I for one will heard. Let me speak. You've I been thank speaking you. a lot. I thank you, Will Heard, for your service to our country and putting your life on the line for many, many years in the CIA protecting us from terror. And so, okay, can I, ask, can I say question? something? I also want to thank Lieutenant Colonel Vincent. So do I. I, I want to thank. Veterans. I'm the only I want to thank. On yeah. I want to thank Robert Mueller. But do you know who what? Got my line by. Well, let me please. Do you let thank me him for his finish? service? Do you May thank Will Heard for his service? Absolutely. Good. I like Will Heard, but I, I also think Will Heard is acting politically. I think. Look, but, right no, now, but what, he's not. He's leaving office. He doesn't have a. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to run in He's leaving office oh, for now. He's also going to have to make money here, at some point. We don't know the, what his future holds. Here's the, and we all have our own opinions, right? Here's my concern. And I find, and you know this, I find what he did very wrong and, and bad for this country. But I'm also concerned about the precedent that impeachment sets for the future of impeaching presidents. And for me, I believe we have to have a crime committed by the president himself. And right now, we aren't there. He committed and if a you crime. Impeach him, if they you have impeach really him, a crime. Listen, if you impeach him Just for like he did with Brainwashed Americans into thinking he didn't commit a crime. But and if, if you watch these impeachment hearings, the Republicans crime. muddy it up. Why, distract... why not just vote him out in November if and Democrats confused. are that confident because impeachment that he's is bad, provided him for in, in the Constitution? I, All right, I, I do it. I'll tell you what the crime is. Really, we have to go to a commercial. The crime is soliciting foreign assistance for a domestic political campaign. That is a violation of campaign law. That is a crime in U.S. code. And Donald Trump committed that crime. Bribery is a crime. Number six. <laughs> Number six. Let me tell you something about the view. <laughs> the specific thing that they're talking about in this is Vinman. Um, he, they're talking about him testifying on the Trump-Ukraine call mm -hmm. and how at the time people were questioning his loyalty to the U.S. because... He was born in Ukraine. Correct. I guess. But the greater thing that they actually start mm -hmm. talking about here is... Tulsi well, Gabber. No, but the greater thing is that they talk about, can you call into question a veteran? Can you well, criticize yeah, a veteran? Because it goes from talking about Venom to talking about Tulsi Gabbard. Or maybe it's the other way around. Because it's like, we all know Megan is team Tulsi. She's saying... How she's saying, I don't think that you should. I think it's crazy to call into question veterans' loyalty to the yes. U.S. Period. I didn't like it when it happened with Vindman. I didn't like it when it happened with Tulsi. Yeah. And because Hillary kind of 
called it into question. Yeah. But it's just interesting because like they get into this discussion about like, is it uh, where Megan passionately is saying how you shouldn't criticize Tulsi when like this very year, Megan was like Tulsi's biggest criticizer. But like now she's like, miss me with the Tulsi criticism. Yeah. Um, And so this, this discussion of, can you call, can you criticize or question a veteran or um, someone who is currently serving the country begins being had and the whole entire time Sonny's lips are pursed as Megan is talking and Joy says, well, hang on. Like, like I, I like appreciate and thank people who served as well, but that doesn't mean that like ipso facto that you can't criticize them or that they can't do wrong. Yeah. And Sunny brings up the word war criminal, which is very touchy for Megan. So it's, this has kind of been like something that that they were kind of touching on the last topic too. But once they all start talking over each other, Whoopi does her job and she's like, (laughs) okay, okay, okay. Everyone like chill out for a second. Uh Like let's all go one at a time. But as Whoopi's asking everyone to stop, Megan starts cutting her off now. And, like, this is foreshadowing for what will happen later. But this is Megan. Like, everyone respects Whoopi. Like, when Whoopi's telling everyone to stop talking, for the most part, everyone respects her. Mm -hmm. But Megan was so fired up in the topic that she can't bring herself to stop, even for a second, to let Whoopi, like, call upon each of them to speak. And so she's cutting Whoopi off. Whoopi says, we're doing that thing by Lauryn Hill. And Megan is like, "I I don't know that song. And cuts her off and then Whoopi says we're talking all over each other and Megan says well it's the view (laughs) ever heard of it which like points were made yeah (laughs) however however you 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 can't snap at Whoopi like that and you can't like be sassy when Whoopi is once every six months trying to like discipline yeah (laughs) the panel so Whoopi says well, let me tell you something about <laughs> the view, which finally makes Megan stop in her tracks because yeah. she's like, "Oh, now I've done it. Yeah, I went too far." So Whoopi says, "I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm trying to get you heard." Megan says, "I don't think you're trying to cut me off, but the music might cut me off because <laughs> not long ago." Before this happened, yeah. there was a hot topic where Megan was talking and the music <laughs> just played <Started> her off. <laughs> playing her off like it's the Oscars. And she was <laughs> saying, now I have to talk over everyone. And the music. Yeah. <laughs> But they're all that soldiers who have fought and sacrificed and served for this country. We should not be questioning their loyalty. People who put their life on the line for America and for freedom, their loyalty to no, America should not in just be questioned. Listen, and I'm not going to sit here and do also, it. Hold on a second. Yeah, just because somebody served does not ipso facto make them above reproach. For you me, for no, me no. and where I come from, it does. I, I listen. I'm sorry, serving in Iraq in a war zone as a medic and what and what he did as well, by the way, in his 
brother, by the way, Alexander Vindham, also serves, and they have um, both of them have Purple Hearts. And I just don't understand. For me, yeah, you get a pass for a lot of reasons because automatically, you get if you are putting your really? life on the line for freedom. Give them the benefit of the yes, doubt. definitely. Yes. The soldiers in this country and veterans and people who have by lived way, and fought for way, freedom just, get a pass from what, me. What do, you, what do you mean, Joy? Thank by you. saying. It's so facto. I'm just a saying. Pass I'm for just everything. saying. Because just, we do have war criminals. Okay, everybody, just yeah. take a breath. Because yeah. now it's it's you it's becoming you know hard I'm to. I'm sorry, but people, to, people. Hold on. Let me just finish what I'm saying Please. so that I can just say. Okay. Everybody has something to say at the table. We really do want to hear from everybody, but we're starting to do that thing. Right. And so I'm. That, I don't know I'm what just, that means. This thing. It means you're talking well, over each other. Well, it's a it's the view. It is the view. <laughs> You know what? Let me tell you something about The View. This show has always had the ability to have different points of view, which we respect around the table. And when we talk to each other, we also exhibit respect. So when I'm saying to you, hold up, because we're not hearing each other, I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm trying to get you heard. I don't think so you're that's, trying to cut that's, me that's, off, but No, no, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but that's what you're doing right now. We'll be back. The next... One is I'm gonna call it number five. I'm gonna call it Don't Mansplain to Me. I'm a 47 year old virgin. And I'm gonna call it Mambo number five. Uh, so this clip they have a Megan's not there. No, because Anna's there. <laughs> Megan's not there, and the lead up to this interview which is with rand paul andre charles <laughs> the in the lead up to it megan talked uh at length about how much she does not like him and how he oh, has yeah. the blood on his hands she was like trashing him for a week um knowing that she wasn't yeah, gonna and she be was there. like i'm not gonna be here so i need you ladies to like really give it to him yeah <laughs> Except and I they don't did. think she said that. But well, that was the sentiment. Message received. <laughs> um, so yeah, RuPaul Charles has he's promoting his book called The Case Against Socialism. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of two parts. Part one is he starts comparing Bernie Sanders socialism to uh like Scandinavian countries and saying that in Scandinavia they actually um don't have socialism and Actually, that's not true, and they hate Bernie Sanders. And, and um, some people um, don't have maps. Yeah. And, um, and he makes this insane statement that people in the states that pay under that uh, make under fifty thousand uh -huh. don't pay any taxes. Yeah. And Sunny Hostin is like calls him on it. She's like, "Are you fucking crazy?" Because he says the richest, the wealthiest people in America pay 40% income tax and people who make less than 50k pay zero income tax and the audience audibly reacts they're like laughing and laughing at him so the audience calls him out and then Sonny is like well my audience would disagree with you Bernie says we're gonna give you all this free stuff but we're only gonna tax the rich people in Scandinavia they tax the working class 25% sales tax 
and an income tax starting at 60,000 is 60%. So really the difference between their country and our country is they do have more free stuff in Scandinavia, but they pay for it with massive taxes on the working class and the middle class. But we have massive taxes here, but we don't get any free stuff. We don't have free right. health care. Well, our, our public education system we, is a problem. We have a different stuff are the very, very wealthy. You know, we have a different form of taxation in our country. Ours is much more progressive. So we've taken the poor off of the rolls. They don't pay income tax anymore. Most people below $50,000 don't pay any income tax. The top 1% in our country pay 40%. Our audience 40%. says that's not true. Well, <laughs> the IRS statistics say that the top 1% in our country pay 40% of the income tax and that those making less than $50,000... Donald Trump doesn't pay any income tax. He really has nothing to say to that because he's like, oh, well, I, I don't know, I guess. Anna... Anna, yeah, Anna doesn't really let that play out any further because uh -huh. she's like, well, I need to ask my question. Venezuela. She's like, I'm from Miami. There's a lot of Venezuelan expats. Yeah. And they would they would um, disagree with your description of, uh, of Venezuela. Because people that don't like socialism use Venezuela as an example of how it doesn't work. But Anna is saying that's fucked up because in reality, there's a dictator there yeah, who is not, a murderer and it's et cetera, not socialism because he's a dictator. It's not the way it would play out yeah. in the States. And he says, she was like, do you really think that's what would happen in the States? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, if you vote for a socialist, you might get socialism. Mm -hmm. And uh, chaos ensues when she accuses him of not really answering the question and instead mansplaining to her. Yeah. She screams, don't mansplain to me, which the audience erupts into applause. And then you can't really hear what she says, but it sounds like she says, don't mansplain to me. I'm a 47 year old virgin. She like definitely <laughs> says woman, <laughs> but I admire your commitment to the joke. <laughs> she really tells him, I'm a 47-year-old virgin. Don't manslain me. Don't manslain me. <laughs> that man was slain. <laughs> she slain him. He was slain, honey. Yeah, he was trying honey? to mansplain, and then he ended up being a man manslain. <laughs> Cut the cameras. A lot of political ads from the Republican Party. Donald Trump has tweeted this, many have tweeted this. If you vote for Democrats, they will turn the United States into Venezuela. Do you think that's a fair statement to make? Well, if you vote for a socialist, you might get socialism. Come on, don't do that. Maduro is not a socialist. He's a, he's a corrupt, well, murderous thug well, who is starving his well, people. That's it's, not true. That's yeah, not oh, true. that's not true? Maduro's not a thug well, and a murderer no, it's not who's true. starving his people? Let's, let's have a conversation here. Chavez was a socialist, and socialism was the economic system and of Venezuela. And they stole. They are, it's and a kleptocracy. So, it's yeah, know, not but socialism. The, but, but here's the question is, they voted for socialism. They voted for, Let uh, me finish. No, I let, can't let, let you finish. If you're going to say Maduro's not a murderous thug, I'm not Neighbors, I'm Wait, friends. Who knows this? Don't do this to me. Don't mansplain. I'm 47 year old. Thanks to Senator Rand Paul. His new book is called The Case Against Socialism, and we'll be right back. This has to stop. This has to stop. This has to stop. This has to stop. What number is this? Number four? I thought it was number. Oh, yeah. Number four. <laughs> 
So I ranked this as number four because I didn't want to give it, I didn't want to give it mm-hmm. a, a bigger any, spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the entire Trump Jr. episode, the 5,000th episode of The View. With Trump Jr. and Kimberly Gilfoyle. <laughs> <laughs> She's not Irish, but I've made her Irish. She must be one of those space ghettos. <laughs> She's not a space girl. Uh, yeah, the, I don't even know where to begin. The entire episode was just them. There's just so many horrible things that Trump has done and said that they just went down the list asking him <laughs> and then he defended every single thing. The part that stayed with me the most is Megan. She was silent through the whole interview until this one segment where she said, uh, you've like attacked gold star families, my father while he's dying of cancer, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Like, was it all worth it? And Kimberly Guilfoyle like starts crying and she's like, yeah, that's terrible. But also like the media has attacked us. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, like, like if you want to talk about uh, raising the level of class or dignity or whatever in yeah. the country, you've done blackface and you defended Roman Polanski. It's because like they ask him about um, making fun of uh, people with like, like making fun of differently abled people, making fun of um, what was the other one that Joy says? Oh, the, the, the tape, the Hollywood, access Hollywood tape. Grabbing women by yeah, the exactly. pussy. And he has nothing to say to that. So he's like, okay, well, if we want to talk about lowering the, uh, like whatever the class, yeah. let's talk about you guys. Cause he has, he, you can't defend those things. Can I also just say, since we're talking about moments of the year and moments of the decade, well, this isn't from the year, but uh-huh. moments of the decade as people are making their list, can we please include the time on CNN when Anna Navarro <laughs> said <laughs> that the president was grabbing women by their pussy and then the other woman got offended and yeah. Anna was like, pussy. What did you do the day you saw the tape of this man boasting about grabbing exactly. a woman's pussy? That's Period. Okay. All right. We'll Will be you right. please stop saying that word? My daughter is listening. Yeah, you know what, Scotty? You know what, Scotty? Don't tell me you're please offended when I say pussy, but you're not offended when Donald Trump says exactly. it. I'm not running for president. He is. Yes. That should be on everyone's list. <laughs> There's another thing that was like, uh, where what? Whoopi's talking about, like, the president needs to suck it up and deal with it. Like, I don't care if the whole world is criticizing him. He needs to have a grow a pair. And Trump Jr. is like, oh, he has a pair. Yeah. He's got the a pair. The way he says it is so weird. Like, imagine, oh, I've seen it. Like, imagine talking Ugh. about your dad's no. balls like that. One thing that we haven't talked about yet was the fact that Megan keeps going, this has to stop, this has to stop, while they're still fighting on like minute seven of them it's, fighting. Yeah, because everyone's screaming over each other and Megan's not saying a word, which normally she's very in the mix. Yeah. And she's sitting there like the parents are arguing and she's just sitting there like, this has to stop. <laughs> I just hate that whole thing. Like <laughs> so many people were like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Part of being president is having a pair that can take whatever heat comes oh. towards you. I, I and promise when you, you, I promise you, you, my father's got a pair, and, and when, no one, no 
sitting president has I'm taken just, the heat that, that Donald Trump bulldog. has taken. Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. Do you understand we, we, that? We've all, we've all done things. They don't like things. the vessel no, no. of this America, wait, wait, wait. so they should be. But nevertheless, look at the results. We, we've all done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing the discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said that Roman I'm Polanski. Sorry, I'm sorry, and don't. You, if you, you said do that it, Roman Polanski. It wasn't rape, rape when he raped a child. So let's, I'll, let's okay. talk about. So yeah, no, let's things. talk Come about on, this. So fair. you want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up. I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Sorry. Listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This okay. I can say. <laughs> okay. I know what well, I see. Let me back me up on yeah. that. That's so now that you, now oh, that you, it. now that you've broken Tell this me. piece of ice, because I guess this is the fight you wanted. I, it's not the fight yeah, I wanted. Yeah, it is. But if we're because talking about you, character, if we're talking what, about these things. Are you things, questioning my character? I'm not no, questioning your character. I'm talking about okay. you're questioning my father's character. I'm and not, I say, I, I'm we sorry, all have I didn't question anybody. I simply said that. When you're talking about that your father's taken more heat than anybody else, that it's not so. Instead, as a president, and when, yes, Come as on. a president, uh, yes. ridiculous. He's getting pressed. I think, I think, He's I think a the president. Central Park Five took a lot more heat than your father has taken at his hands. Okay. Uh, name a president who's taken more heat than wait, my wait. father. Everybody stop! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Number three. <laughs> Don't feel bad for me. Bitch. <laughs> I'm paid to do this. Something I can't say about oh my God, this. About this. More, the further we get down the list, the more and more I'm realizing this is just like a list of all all of the times that Whoopi actually was the moderator. <laughs> <laughs> all the times that Whoopi tried to step in yeah. and calm something down is when it escalates. Yeah. <laughs> So they're talking about a Trump rally uh-huh. and Megan saying that she watched it. So she's got a lot to say on it because she like watched the whole thing before the housewives, which yeah. got a huge laugh. Yeah. It's like everyone was in a really good mood. Everyone wanted to laugh and have a great time. <laughs> Even Megan's in a good mood because she has some jokes prepared. Like yeah. she's talking about how Lindsey Graham was there and she, they were like, yeah, how was that for you? Um, Cause he was very close with her family uh-huh. and she's like, well, the transformation's complete. He's yeah. a Trump supporter now and sold his soul, and the audience is loving it. They're like, uh-huh. how, Megan? Like, <laughs> you're so reasonable. <laughs> and then it just flips. Like, it goes from her being like, I'm on everyone's side here. We're all laughing at Trump, uh, at people who are like obsessed with Trump. We all disagree that we don't like, like, we are, we all agree that we don't like him. But there, yeah, the, then, but there's some question over how many people were actually at the rally because yeah. Joy's being like, oh, yeah, like there's there's people will always show up for him, but it's not that many people. And yeah. Megan's like, well, people were lining up for it. Like it was full. Like, don't get it twisted. People yeah. support him. Like, don't underestimate, which I guess that's where it pops off. Well, yeah, because she's like one of my producers was was saying this morning why why do people actually like him and i think that it's not even necessarily that people uh agree with him and what he's doing it's that these people hate the same things that he hates and then joy it's like she kind of like 
Megan kind of sets it up perfectly for Joy, and then Joy just smashes it and is yeah. like, "What black people and immigrants and women? Yeah. Like, who does he hate?" Yeah, Megan's that, like, "Even though I handed that to you, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna play. she gets so mad about it actually, and like it flips so quickly from her being like, "I'm on you, your guys' side," to her suddenly defending Trump supporters so hard. I think it's another thing where she's like, oh, fuck, I let you have that yeah. dig and I don't, I want it back. Yeah. And she's being like, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm just trying to, we're trying to have a political discussion with the election. Yeah. And you took it there. And I come here every day trying to represent the only Republican view. And here you are yelling at me again. And then she refers to herself as the sacrificial Republican. <laughs> This prompts Joy to go, aww. (laughs) (laughs) Even though Megan was like asking for sympathy, hearing Joy mock her prompts her to say, don't feel bad for me, bitch. I'm paid to do this. And then Sunny, it was the gasp heard around the world. And Sunny goes, let's not start calling each other bitches. Yeah, because the audience could not believe that Megan said the B word at Joy, which I don't think it's ever been said on The View in like an argumentative context. Yeah. So even though she didn't mean it like you're a bitch like that seriously, I don't think it's ever been said. Other than in a way where it's like, these are my bitches. Yeah. So people lost their minds. Um, But the gag is like, it cuts to Joy as Whoopi's like, okay, fuck it. Let's go to commercial. Um, And Joy is just smiling from ear to ear. Because Megan's like, oh, no, like, it's fine. We always call each other bitches. And Joy's laughing, like (laughs) grinning about it. But also it's very possible that Joy's like, no, we don't. Yeah. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Or that she's like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny yeah don't feel bad for me bitch that was the sentence that launched 1000 think pieces (laughs) yeah because it's a lot of people still enthusiastic and i was trying to explain because one of my producers this morning was saying why do people love him so much and i was like sometimes it's not just that they love trump so much it's that they hate the same things trump hates that's what's going on as well you mean and no i mean who do they hate? Who do they you know hate? What? You know what, Joy? I really who come they here hate? every day open-minded right. just trying to explain it. Okay. And it's not a fun job for but me every day. But who do they hate? I know you're angry. I you get it that I'm you're angry. angry that Trump's president, like a lot of people are. I'm angry are, about every single thing he's doing. But I don't think yelling at me is going to fix the problem. Okay? I just said that it was hard for me to watch. Yes. I just said it was hard for me to watch Lindsey but, Graham, but who I considered an uncle for a long time. Yeah, but then okay? you're talking about the Trump but supporters. I'm trying to explain okay, why so 2020 is not in the bag for you. But it's here's not. The, here's the, the, okay, guys. Okay. 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 It's a it's a great discussion, and we can go back to it. I just need everybody to take a beat. <laughs> it's but being just, a sacrificial a, Republican every day, well, I'm just trying listen, to. Here's the I, thing. Oh, don't feel bad for oh, me. I paid to do here's, this. Okay. Oh, here's don't the, feel bad right, for me. Before he let's, headed to Florida, hold on. Other bitches. Here, let oh, me. Joy and I call each other bitch all the time. We'll be right back. <laughs> Number two. It's hard to describe. It's, well, okay, the title of number two is The Walk Off. 
Hmm. But I, how does it get to where it gets to? It's, uh, they're comparing Julian Assange oh, to the right. Ukraine whistleblower. And Correct. Megan's brings up Pamela Anderson because as we said, it stays with her for a long time. Yeah. And Megan makes the point that she thinks that people who were hard on Julian Assange should also be hard on this whistleblower because any whistleblower in her eyes is going against the government and, and anyone who's any outside government that's interfering with the U S government, she is not here for. Uh, Anna come joins the conversation by saying, well, I don't, she's like, I have an issue with both Julian Assange and the whistleblower, but we have to talk about it so that it doesn't just go away and the people in government that are affected by it need to have pressure put on them. Does she say that like they would rather we be talking about distracting things like how Stephen Miller is dating a real human woman and not an inflatable? Yes. And the, uh, the panel kind of like laughs about it and it kind of like breaks the tension except for with Megan it actually causes more tension because she's like I don't even know what that means I yeah. don't get it like and and it's like just trying to like add some humor to this and there's a shot of joy just giving it's so quick just giving Megan this look like hey like yeah. you better she's you doing better like a baseball stop. signal and, and yeah and like doing some hand yeah. motion at her being like hey like stop interrupting yeah um and then Megan tries to make the point that like people who are outraged about Julian Assange uh, should be just yeah. as outraged about the Ukraine whistleblower. Yeah. But she keeps tripping over her words. Yeah. And being like, people were so mad about Julian Assange. Now they're so mad about the whistleblower. I mean, they weren't mad about us. They were mad about Julian. But yeah. They should, they should be mad about the whistleblower. And everyone's like, hey, we got it. Yeah. And like keeps moving. Like Anna starts talking. But Megan's like, no, I haven't got, I haven't spit it out yet. And she's like, Anna's talking and Megan's like, excuse me. Yeah. Maybe I was clumsy in the way that I said it. Um, but she's like, yells it over Anna. Yeah. And Anna is not in the mood today. Anna's like, don't mainsplain me. I'm a 47 year old virgin. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and so she looks over and she says, don't scream at me. I'm two feet away. And then uh-huh. Megan not listening is like, what? I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> Which just like sets it all up for the most dramatic delivery yeah. possible. And Anna says, I said, don't scream at me this way. I'm two feet away. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> they end up eventually going to commercial um, as as Megan's like, that's so rude, Anna. Uh-huh. Anna, that is so rude. Welcome back. <laughs> and as they're going to commercial, you just hear Virginia Hamilton <laughs> saying, coming up next, students walk. Yeah. Virginia's like, it's like you could not, you could not make this up. So it's like Megan says that's so rude that's so rude they're going to commercial the the camera's like panning across the stage virginia's like up next across the country students are staging mass school walkouts (laughs) as she says the word (laughs) walkouts then we see megan get out of the seat her buddha judge lifts (laughs) out of the seat (laughs) and 
allegedly storm off the set as and it cuts to you see that and then you see audience reactions of like people screaming people's mouths open babies crying <laughs> like confetti like yeah. wig reveals yes it's like drops. on par with when rosie got confetti to come down from the ceilings when britney and k-fed broke up people are doing backflips it's pandemonium um as they go to commercial and uh and and then a Apparently, according to some sources, sources say in the in the uh, West Coast broadcast, they cut out the walk off. Yeah. And on their YouTube, they also cut off the walk off. Yeah. Obviously. So, I mean, that was a fucking that was a moment. <laughs> that was a big moment. Yeah. That was so funny. And then she later uh, again, Deja the View got the scoop <laughs> because she tweeted at us to say. She was just doing her makeup. Yeah, she just went backstage for a touch-up. That's all it was. That's just all needed it was. a touch-up. Um, but then on Watch What Happens Live, she said, no, like, I I, uh, I went to cool off. <laughs> Which I think is so reasonable. Yes. Like, yes, it was, like, a dramatic moment. And I was, was living for it. But, like, yeah, of course, yeah. she walked off to cool down. Yeah. Like, she should do it more often. Like, because she came back in the next segment it was fine cool as a cucumber (laughs) yeah yeah but it also like was there was a huge gap after this anna navarro appearance where we didn't see anna for so long yeah and we didn't see anna with megan yeah it was weird welcome back anna coincidence or a conspiracy Seriously, if you have a problem with this whistleblower or you think he's a hero, then you should have a problem with WikiLeaks as well at well, the same time. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you. With you. I have a problem with both. But, yeah. but the, the difference... With, the thank whistle, you so much. But the <laughs> difference... The, what, what I see as a difference, though, of is I think that if we don't talk about it and I think that if there is not public pressure, they'd like for it to go away. I don't they'd want like, it to go they'd away. Like us, they'd like... Well, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the administration, the people who are actually impacted by this, the people who send out Rudy All Giuliani. Americans are impacted okay, by this. No, well, what I'm talking, talking about, the administration. I'm talking about sending Rudy Giuliani out to distract us. I'm talking about telling us yesterday that, I don't know, Stephen Miller is actually dating a human being, not an inflatable, to distract us. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they do those things. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But the alternative is asking if Nancy Pelosi is going to impeach the president over this, and we don't even know what happened yet. I'm like, this is insanity. Why are we talking about Nancy Pelosi impeaching the president? There's way too much talk about impeachment. I'm confused in the sense that so people, you're saying, Megan, that people are against this whistleblower. There's a lot of people who are okay with what Julian Assange did, who are not okay with what this, or this, or I'm sorry, that are okay with what Julian Assange did, and not okay with what this. Whistleblower. And who or, are, are those okay, people? I'm sorry. Who? There's a lot of people Why who defend Julian Assange. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people in this country. There's a lot of people on the hard left that defend Julian Assange. Well, let's say right, a lot right, of them. But the, the left is happy that, is that there's a whistleblower blowing the whistle on Trump. The, less, on the left is happy about what that. What she's saying, though, is what Julian Assange did, in, in, in my mind, too, in is just as Hillary dangerous email. as what yes. the president is yes. being... Um, charged with doing, or people are assuming yes. that he did. It's putting people's lives in danger. It's putting our national intelligence. It's throwing them completely yes. under the, the bus for their own benefit. I, 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 I think Julian Assange is a traitor. Excuse me. Maybe I was clumsy in the way that I said <laughs> I, you know, it. I'm, I'm, I'm two feet away. I don't need you to scream Abby, at me this way. Abby was. I don't. I don't know what you just said. But I said, don't scream at me. I'm two feet away. I'll read it. You know what? Let me read it. Trump has denied doing anything improper. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Later. 
Climate strike. Millions of school kids are staging a worldwide walkout. The number one viewed <laughs> of 2019 goes to Megan McCain versus Whoopi Goldberg. Also known as Girl, Please, Please Stop, Stop Talking. talking. I, it's it's honestly like almost irrelevant what they're even talking about in this. <laughs> but they're talking about Mitch McConnell they're talking about impeachment. Uh, yeah, they're talking about people's willingness to impeach Clinton for perjury, and then those same people not wanting to impeach Trump and for treason. Yeah, and Sonny's calling out the Republican senators mm-hmm. for being complicit. Yeah, and I guess because Sonny's calling out Republicans, Megan kind of takes that personally and is mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm." just trying to give you my political commentary (laughs) i'm a political analyst for abc (laughs) (laughs) i'm not just a host we're not doctors but i am an abc news political commentator yeah and this is actually our first time talking about this yeah it's very exciting yeah um and sunny is like, well, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about the senators. Uh-huh. And they start talking over each other. But Sunny is like, I'm not going to stop. So I don't even think Sunny has anything more that she really wanted to say. No. But she just keeps talking because <laughs> she's being petty. And I love it. Yeah. It's funny. Because she's, she's like, I'm not going to let you like steamroll through this conversation. Yeah. So she just keeps talking. Talk. She's like filibustering while Meg- <laughs> while Megan tries to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> um, and then so the talking over each other ensues, which makes Whoopi jump in yeah. to try to rein it back in. She's just like, you're talking over each other. Like, stop, 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 stop. Everyone hold on uh-huh. for a second. But Megan interrupts her when yeah. she starts saying that. So it's like a flashback to number whatever view yeah. that we were talking about before where Whoopi's just trying to rein it in and yeah. Megan's like no I'm st- I'm gonna keep talking and interrupt you mm-hmm. and this is like the final straw for Whoopi this season because she's not this year yeah because she's like no like I'm I'm tired of not being respected when I Whoopi may be a flawed moderator and she may be a little biased, but she demands that when she tells you to stop, you have to stop. And Megan wasn't stopping. Yeah. It's like if, if let me tell you something about the view is the first movie, the sequel is girl, please stop talking. Yes. So Whoopi says, girl, please stop talking. (laughs) Please stop talking right now. Yeah. And Megan goes, an okay. asteroid hits okay. the earth <laughs> and she's like okay fine gladly i'll never speak again. Ever again but continues to keep talking and after she says that she won't talk for the rest of the episode whoopi's like great fine i love that for us and then another asteroid hits the earth and the audience <laughs> is like <gasps> yeah and then she's like because if you're gonna behave this way that and we Megan's can't like behave what way yeah it's just like she's she she can't help herself yeah it's like Whoopi is almost setting up these traps for her to respond but she's just said i'm not gonna speak for the rest of the episode 
But she keeps falling into these traps and being like, what? What do you mean? What's wrong? Why? What? I'm acting what way? Um, Yeah, that was the Christmas miracle. This is a holiday story. That was yeah. a holiday story. It's yeah. a, it's interesting. And then Whoopi, um, Megan just keeps going and Whoopi's like, you know what? Okay, we'll go to commercial then. But before she gets to it, she's almost tries to start another yeah, topic. She's like, let's change the topic then. Uh, so former FBI, <laughs> you know what? We'll be right back. Like, what was she thinking in that moment? Do you think she was just like panicking and she was I think, yeah, I couldn't. Think that- I think that she was a little bit flustered and maybe on the teleprompter, it just looked like there was something more coming, but really it was like the next thing. And she was like, oh, okay, never mind, commercial. A president who clearly used a foreign, wanted to use a foreign government for his own personal benefit to impede our very democracy. Right. That is the height of hypocrisy for this Republican-led Senate. But my job here... I don't understand that. My job here is not to litigate the ethics of it. I'm an ABC political analyst along with being a VIEW co-host. My job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling you the politics of this... But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people that are the senators that are in the Senate. The Republican Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to Girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? No problem. What's happening? Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I won't talk the rest of the show. No okay, that's I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If you're going to behave like this, I'm not behaving like you anything. You are. I'm you are to talking over. Perspective. Yes, we understand no, I'm that. Talk but you she... are. But what you're doing? No, I'm not. Is do... your fr- I... We're not doing anything. How about this? Former FBI. We'll be right back. Yeah. Well, they made it through the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> throughout the day, the internet went crazy being like wow Whoopi finally said something to Megan yeah it's like yeah I guess she said it more sternly than ever before but yes but when like looking back at these top 10 views and then watching this one after seeing all of the other ones back to back this one it's like the build-up to this isn't even as bad as a lot of the other ones that we saw it was just that Whoopi had like had it. And so yeah. her her response was bigger than what we had ever seen before. But the actual argument leading up to it was really not as big as they have been. No, and it didn't really have anything to do with politics. It had nothing to do with politics. Yeah. It was just Whoopi. And the reason I chose it as number one is because you could just tell in Whoopi's tone that she was like, I need to be the moderator. Like you need to just let me be the moderator. And she was so sick of having to do this. Mm-hmm. And you can actually hear it. Like there, there, you can really see like she just wasn't in the mood that day. If you watch the other topics uh-huh. from the whole episode, it has nothing to even do with Megan. Like, well, I mean it does, but it, it wouldn't matter. Like there's several moments if you watch in that episode where you're just like, Oh, she must have a headache or something because she <laughs> doesn't seem like in, like she wants to keep the conversation very orderly yeah. today. And that's, you know, that's where it went. As much as like Megan was going, this has to stop. This has to stop during the Trump <laughs> one. I feel like Abby was doing that during this one. <laughs> yeah. Abby was probably like, <laughs> like clenching joy's knee yeah. <laughs> being like are we gonna be okay <laughs> so after this episode the next day they came back 
and they addressed it, which yeah. I guess that that means that the internet really yes. let them have it. Because not only were there like Daily Beast articles and Hollywood Life articles, there were like there were like full reaction pieces on like Teen Vogue and Jezebel that were like Whoopi Goldberg is all of us right now. Like it went from like just normal news reporting to like people reacting to the news reporting. And I feel like at that point, that's when they were like, okay, well we should just like address it and let people know that we don't hate each other. Yeah. So that clearly there was enough uh, conversation about it that they felt like they had to apologize, which happens kind of rarely. Yeah. Um, But even in their apology, it wasn't there was sorry I shouldn't be even calling it an apology they just addressed it yeah they were just like clarifying the way they addressed it is Whoopi was like it's happened before it'll happen again (laughs) and Megan's response was like we didn't break the set yeah (laughs) we didn't tear the set down we're both here still at work like you're gonna have to get over it yeah um which I love like I I love it that no matter how like wild they get or how angry in tone they sound <laughs> that they'll both just come to work the next day and be yeah. like, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I love when something like really big happens um, on the view during the holidays and they have the holiday set up yeah. to me. That's like the best part or like the cherry on top. So the fact that there was like a full beautiful holiday set behind them and there was like fake snow on the screen behind. <laughs> I love a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> it made it so much better. Yeah. And I do really think that Hallmark big- wishes. <laughs> I do really think that a big reason why it happened was because of like holiday burnout they always have big yeah they always have big fights right before the holidays i really really think that like if you see like the week leading up to before their their holiday hiatus it really felt like megan was just like trying to get through every day like taking it day by day till the break i'm sure Whoopi felt the same way so it's like they were blowing up the way that you would like blow up at someone at the store who's annoying (laughs) If you work like in customer service and someone is like being horrible, like that's how you would just, you would want to say, girl, please stop talking. Yeah. Please stop talking right now. Yeah. But you can't say that. Instead, you have to say, yes, I'll get you the small. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check in the back. (laughs) Um, The other thing I want to say is like, how cool is it that Whoopi was wearing that medallion yes missing and murdered women medallion yes I was like reading an article about it and it's because I keep forgetting that she's spending all this time in Vancouver or in BC area Uh um shooting this (laughs) stand yeah not (laughs) the the strand strand, as much as I firmly believed it was called the strand it's the stand and she's been like really doing her research and she's learning about Mm -hmm. the this issue and someone gave her that as a gift mm-hmm. and she wore it on the view and she made a point of like talking about it in her whoopee way yeah like it's cool because she uh that this she was wearing it during this huge fight because yeah. it's like as it as, put all this attention <laughs> it put all these eyeballs on this artist's yes. piece yeah it's something that definitely is like a dark spot for canadians that uh we're talking about more and more yeah um but yeah, she was wearing this piece that was kind of like, it's kind of a commemorative 
piece for the missing and murdered indigenous women in Canada. And she talked about the highway of tears on the view, which was like very, very huge. And the more attention that we can put on that on a big scale, the better. Yeah. It just made me love will be just to think that she's coming to Canada and like taking the time to learn about that she saw something she thought about it and she wore it she wore it and then she said something yeah um the rest of the episode the next day though was also really funny like megan was like clearly megan was like trolling everyone like there was a moment where like abby and sunny were talking over each other and megan was like why are you guys talking over each other we're supposed to be chill today i believed when you're subpoena and do, i want to show up okay and you what, have what to abide the law one of the articles is obstruction why are you guys interrupting each other one, but one of the articles today. is obstruction <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad i chose it as number one i'm glad we finally got to talk about it well, that's it, really. That's those are our top ten views. Views of two thousand nineteen. What are your hopes for twenty twenty? For the view or in my life? Both. I think um asking it knowing that I think the answer will apply to both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the view is in an okay spot. I guess my hope for twenty twenty <laughs> is a little more fun (laughs) like I know I Abby has grown on me so much there we didn't talk about it a ton because it's not as heated but sometimes Abby and Sunny have a quite a rivalry let's explore that you know we had yeah let's like do make them do competitions yeah let's send them to a haunted house oh my god (laughs) Let's have some fun with it. And let's give Abby more opportunities to talk about <laughs> when she found a roll of toilet paper in her sweatpants. Yeah. Yep. Let's like, yeah, let's put Abby and Sunny out there. That's my, there. That's in conclusion. That's okay. what we want. I agree. For yeah. 2020. It's mm-hmm. our only wish for the future. Personal, professional, and view wise. That's my only goal. Yeah. Also a segment where uh, Sunny goes to Whoopi's house. (laughs) To learn how to swim. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Deja the View Pod. We also still love to see a review on Apple. We're still gagging for it. A positive one. (laughs) Feel free to hit us up in the DMs. Mm -hmm. whatever you see fit and until next time have a great day and take a little time to enjoy being a 47 year old virgin hit it abby that's all folks see you later john huntsman the real job creator you were at my wedding denise we're bringing huntsman back